Crespo and the Catherine Dunn Show may not be those of Radio Free Brooklyn. They may not even be our own. We just say shit. And if you'd like to say shit too, reach out, get in here, or on hell later. But in the meantime, sit back and learn some shit. I'm just kidding. We don't fact check. But you know, that's all true. Today is Saturday, December 19th. This is episode 162. The word of the day is... Illusion with an A. Amazing. Now, Christina. Hangry. Serenity. Uh, Gardner. A name? Johan. I don't know what that noise is, but my name is Johan and I'm a gardener. But sometimes I am hangry. But I also just cuddle puppies and kittens because my job here is to be attracting serenity. Christina, Johan, gardener. I am Johan Christina. I am growing the tomatoes all the time because I'm so hungry. And even though I'm hungry, it's very serene to watch them grow. It's inspiration. Okay, Yola. Johan Yola. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I grew up I'm hungry, so my garden, which is the COVID victory garden. I grow tomatoes and zucchini, and they're washed over by little gnomes. So I have little gnome statuettes all over my garden. Yes, it's actually the gnome blood that is going to cure COVID. So it makes sense that it's in your gnome COVID victory garden. Tom Blumenfeld is an expert. But not an expert in unmuting himself. But Elaine is... <laughs> Except she's not an expert in unmuting herself either. I was incorrect. Mm. I'm not an expert in who's an expert. But Bull oh, <laughs> is a hungry gardener named Johan who's serene. Uh, I'm Johan and I'm kind of hangry because those damn kids fucked up my garden. I miss my lunch hour. This reminds me of a gardener I knew who had a problem with these people eating his garden. And he put a little cameras up and he got all of the kids, the little family, and it was gophers. And now I'm very excited to introduce Andrew Busklovic. Welcome, Johan. Thank you very much. As uh, Johan Vaslovich, um, uh, I used to be gardener, now I'm a guitar player. I <laughs> uh, live in, uh, in New Hampshire and uh, moving to New York City very soon. Uh, hopefully COVID will be over by, by July. I am hangry because my kids in the house, they eat everything. Is it <laughs> true that you'll be moving to New York soon? Yes, it's true. We're uh, moving in July. That's crazy for the bigger gardens in New York. Yeah. <laughs> There's Very exciting. This is so exciting. Let's drink to it. Are you guys ready for a little wine and a whisper? 
Did you like that one? I did. I did. You know I did. Did a little flick for you. Yeah. Pop it. So good. All right. Have have a listen to this. people here I see them it's like everybody's living a perfect life and they have nothing to whine about I'm kind of happy about the snow so I just figure I should shut the fuck up right now oh are you one of those people well since I don't have to go out into it I love cat and I really appreciate the east coast's readiness to like deal with the snow because in Portland they're like really really stupid at it are really stupid at snow. Like, that's a thing. Oh, but, like, like, they don't even need... Yeah. Yeah, like, they're really, really stupid. Isn't rock salt bad for the ground? It's bad for your car. It's rough your car. Isn't it bad for the moose? Your car, but that has more to do with the car. Oh, I thought but it had to do with the like, moose. Well, it's not the best source of sodium, but you don't want a moose to get the idea that cars taste good.
That's my cheers. It worked. He just flicked me. I flicked you. All right. What? I thought you. I thought you said something. Really, really. Someone. Fun. Really, what? I thought the, like the cat or the dog licked you. I thought that's what you said. So I said mm. you said he just licked me. So I said what a moose. <laughs> flick. Yeah, flick. Flicker. Okay. Previously on the show, you. Is what moose? Yeah. Should we call you Moose now, Bull? Uh, Christina gets the first mute. Yeah, of the no, night. she doesn't. Here we go. All right, now Bull's new nickname is Moose. Don't even try it. <laughs> Previously on the show, you're listening to "I Believe My Future Is My Future." Let me something. Let me lead the way. Listen, and it might make sense. No promises. And that's all I have to say about last week's episode. And now it's time for a topical shitstorm, also known as the Grand Distraction. So one one piece of uh, news, which this just kind of irritates me mildly, which maybe I should have whispered about it, but I, I didn't want to. You so the um, Purdue Pharma, so last month, right, it, it was in federal court and it, it pleaded guilty to, you know, conspiring to mislead regulators and paying illegal kickbacks to doctors and the other people who were like prescribing and selling oxycodone, which kind of you know, caused the opioid crisis. So they were asked to apologize. This is what happened, uh, you know, just the other day. They were asked to apologize. Um, Sorry, the owners of the company were asked to apologize for their role in it. And the two of them, they just said, like, the most bullshitty, like, sorry, not sorry. Like, you know, I'm sad that that happened, but it's not my fault. Like, bullshit apologies. So, um, and then, and then I decided to stay in, in the whole, uh, realm of pharma. And I wanted to mention that, um, Biden's going to get a COVID vaccine early next week. And a nurse in Alaska who got the COVID vaccine had an anaphylactic allergic reaction and she just got a shot of epinephrine and now she's basically fine, but she's not going to get the second dose, but you know, so that's. You know, a little bit of good, a little bit of maybe a lot bit of bad in, in Farmer Corner. Um, and then I have some sad animal news that Elaine didn't want to talk about because it's sad, and that is that fat tourists are crippling donkeys on the Greek island of Santorini. There's an animal rights activist group who wants to have a weight restriction of no more than eight stone, but they don't think that that could ever actually, like, be, uh, you know... Like, it's not practical to do that. And how would they enforce it? What is eight so, stone? Um, uh, it is 112 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So like, I'm a fat tourist. <laughs> I cannot ride a donkey. No, you cannot ride a donkey. <laughs> is there anyone in this North fucking room right now who could actually ride these donkeys? One of my legs. Oh, if I threw one of my legs up there, it would work. Damn, these Poor donkeys. Do you, I know not what 112 what is. Zero. I've been in that. It's what? not. Though, yeah. ooh, nobody is. Okay. These poor no, babies. Nobody is. These poor babies. I haven't been like that since high school. Yeah, I had mono. I mean, that was when I ha- I was there. I think the last time I was 112 pounds was in like the fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I guess the I guess the gig is up for me. Yeah, only fourth graders should be riding donkeys. 
that's how you enforce it. Well, the donkey's carrying yeah, Mary. Yeah, basically an age restriction. Yeah. Or you must be this fat to ride or this thin to ride. I don't know, but it's like a scale with like a little hand that says like, no. What if there's what if there's like two posts and you have to like squeeze between the posts? No, because you don't know. That doesn't make weight, you know? No, it doesn't. But, you know, an actual something. Like they have at the vet. Density. Or like the Rockefellers had, where it was like a wall scale in the bathroom. No? Maybe, but I mean, I think, oh, I think maybe the trying to get tourists to weigh themselves isn't going to go over that well. No, it should just be, mm. you know, green, yellow, red. Not numbers. But no one numbers, twelve, just... like everybody why, knows, why honor about? system, honor system, but, guys. We know we can't ride a fucking donkey. Yeah, but they're a beast of no. burden. They're, they, they carry weight. No, that's what they do. No, <sighs> no. Never mind. Uh, no, over one hundred and twelve pounds. Oh, that's sad. Anything <laughs> else? Um, no, just you know, unless you want to hear me complain about the sackers some more. That, that's that's all I had for. Well, you know, uh, some some news. If you know, since we are all complaining about the snow, is um, NASA a NASA engineer released the best way to defog your windshield? To what defog? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So step one is turn your car's heater on full blast. Step two is turn on your car's air conditioning. Step three is make sure the inside air circulation is off. And step four is to just crack as many windows as possible for just a few seconds. This guy's a madman. What is this for? What the fuck is he talking about? What is this for, That's Christina? The <laughs> shit. That's the wildest How... thing I've ever heard. In my no, what is, what is this? Man is out of this world. Crazy. What is this for? How... Banana. How for to defog, defog... Shield, yeah. according to NASA engineers. Yeah, so turn your car's heater on full blast because hot air can hold more moisture. Step two is turn on your car's air conditioning because it pulls moisture out of the air. Step three is make sure the inside air circulation is off so you're getting uh, cold, dry air from outside. And step four is to crack as many windows as possible uh, just for a few seconds to allow the humid inside air to change with the cold, dry you, outside air. Are you I sure? I want to see this man's college diploma. Yeah. I do. I want to see, his... see his... I want to see his credentials right now. Yes. He's a NASA engineer. No. And maybe he's yeah. right. I think... So try it. I. Yeah, I so think... I. I think this is I'm how people NASA. get suicided. I don't... I don't trust it. <laughs> This is not not how you do that. All right. Yeah. Uh, any, uh, I, I also want to add that uh, Macron has it. Ellen has it. Charlie Pride had it. And uh, Trump won't get a COVID vaccine publicly because he already had it. And he wants to give it to the um, at-risk or vulnerable and first responders, which to me is the biggest indication that there's something up. Now let's talk about our animals. Uh, oh, also more families need to be kicked off planes because of toddlers. Did you hear about that? No. Anyway, I mean, more children not I wearing masks. I would like there to be child-free flights, so. Right? Oh, King Animal News. Did you hear about the blue bees? Blue bees. No, yeah. that's a new one. That's it. They exist. Look them up. 
Uh, they're not like other bees. That's all we they're, get. No, they're, 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 it's kind of funny because they just seem like depressed bees because they're not hive bees. They don't make honey. They're blue bees. Do they pollinate? Uh, I think by ripping the flower, like shaking the flower, which to me just sounds like they're frustrated, depressed little bees. <laughs> Like, that's how oh, I no. do everything in the kitchen. Like, I call it being a bear. And, like, I call, you know, where you shake things like a bear. Or, like, I'm a snack otter when I put food on my chest. And then I eat it like an otter in water. But I'm not. Uh, so I think these little bees are depressed. There's thousands of species of bees. Did you know that? Well, how many of them are depressed? I'm like these? Looking at a I'm, lo- I'm looking at a picture of this blue bee right now. It's, <laughs> it's happening. I mean, they could sell, they could have, like, you could buy it at a pet store. Huh. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like you could go into a pet store and be like, do you have any blue bees? I really want one. Blue bees. I hope that becomes a trend. Hmm. Much like the cannabis bees, which I want. Anyway. All right. Let us talk about our animals. Anybody? Tom, you want to tattle on some beasts? Yep. What's Cooper up to? Well, he doesn't like the snow. Tell you that much. Yeah. No one's no. Yeah, Trixie's the same way. She doesn't want to get in there at all. She peed right on the sidewalk. Mm, okay. So about Trixie's pee, she did like a normal poop, and yeah. then she did what we call a, a s- melter, a steamer, like it just, just like a. Pure coffee shit right through the snow. It burned a hole in it. Like sci-fi. <laughs> Just like straight through. It was like a damn oh uh, laser beam right in that snow. I bet you in the morning if we went back and dug it out, it'd be just like <laughs> a pinnacle. A boopsicle. Yeah. Um, oh, Trixie. Yeah. So we feel bad for whoever had to deal with that. I mean, I had to you know, pick up whatever, but I'm sure... I'm sure it left holes. And uh Andy. Andy's yeah, no, I'm pets. I'm oh. getting there. But I don't uh know what you're reading. Well, actually, before we get into some music, it's uh Trixie attacked you today. I mean Tony attacked you today. Yes, she did. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah, but I don't know what why. What did you do? Well, here's what happened. I was in the front looking out the window. <laughs> Catherine was uh petting Tony. Turned into a squeeze, and Tony tried to get out, and she wouldn't let go of her. So she got pissed, ran up front to me, and then I was telling her, you know, I was telling her trying to get up to get on the windowsill to look out, and then she totally freaked out. I walked away, and she ran around the room and then attacked me through the the uh, shelving unit bit me three times. It was classic toxic cycle of abuse. I agitated her by cuddling her against her will, knowing full well that she didn't want these snuggles and that I was only doing it because I could overpower her physically. And I took her little nose, which was nothing, and I didn't even interpret. I I just was like, fuck it. This is what I want. I'm petting her. She hated it. She got verbal. And then she took it yeah she yeah. she was clear like she's not into this but she would never harm me so she goes and immediately takes it out on bull who's in the window just minding his business <laughs> looking at the snow because he's from texas and he's like what is this crazy shit 
That fucking cat. Yeah. And then he's like, get away from me. Because he is a he's a man who's had a very well, scary job and been in some scary situations, but he's terrified of my tiny cat. I, we- I wear shorts. I wear shorts. So my <laughs> legs are fucking exposed. And that damn cat went. I wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't matter if I had pants on. Because <laughs> you're terrified of her no matter what. Well, I. You could have be dressed like a blue beekeeper and you'd sh- still be scared. Yeah, she got fed last today. Yeah. So uh, then as he's running away from her scared, she sneaks up and attacks him again. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And verbal. I mean, like crazy. Like a feral she, fucking animal. She was she was letting it be known that she was displeased with, with the yeah. goings on. It was, I was, I felt bad because he's like, it's not funny. And I said, I know. But I didn't say it. I laughed it hysterically. As I said, I know, and I'm so sorry, because I just couldn't stop laughing, because it was so funny, except it wasn't, and I'm sorry. <laughs> you liar. It was so funny. Just, I, I just... She just went nuts. Yeah. And now for my favorite segment. It's new. It's called... What about... Oh. Please, introduce us to your small beast or furry companion, Andy. Oh hey yeah so um so we so we have we have two cats um, the cats are, are super cool um, so we have one cat named Izzy and yep um, she it's kind of a, a she's a funny one that like she was the first cat that we got and so we get like her like legitimate name like on the on like the the veterinarian papers is like Isadora Consuela Shanae Bustlevich. <laughs> and, um, that is and epic. She, she's sort of this long-haired tortoiseshell-looking cat. And, um, and she's really great. And the other cat is a short-haired calico named Hermione. And, um, and she's... Uh, Hermione is... You ever, you ever meet an animal that you're like they've got some screws loose in, in, their, in their mind. Yeah, that's this no, cat that we have. Never, yeah, that's never, what this cat not is. Once. <laughs> you know, like like that like like that cat's not right. Something's something's happening in there. <laughs> Why? And, um, so she does this and I I I I understand I've come to understand that that some cats do this. They're like <laughs> They, they like will cackle at things. That they make. Um, so this cat, the Hermione the cat, will sit in the window and like there's like birds outside or whatever. And she's like <laughs> making this sound. Um, you know, like just. And so I was reading about this, and apparently, apparently they say that that's like the cat's like trying to tell the birds to, to come closer so that so they can get them. Ooh, and, you know, he's and, luring them. Whoa. Oh, yeah. What a sick and, siren. Oh, a, a literal siren. What an awesome word. That should have been my word. <laughs> <laughs> but it was illusion. Yeah. And that's just a figure of speech that I was helping one of the children with their English homework earlier. Aw just came to mind i don't know either way so um hermione's crazy uh, as a shithouse rat (laughs) um and izzy is like very regal and like sort of um 
very very serious she just lives life on her own prissy on her own terms and hermione's kind of like like what are we doing today i'm just happy to be here you know um <laughs> and uh izzy there's a little bit of a story that i'm happy to tell about about izzy the cat so when so when my son who is now six and a half was like two-ish give or take a little bit he wasn't um we were starting to get a little concerned for his development because he was just like he was saying like i had small handful of words where he should have been saying like i don't know 20 or 30 words at that point right yeah and uh so we were going to start taking him to uh we or we started taking him to this developmental specialist right and uh, and the and the developmental specialist said, like, you know, hey, this is hardly a you know medical advice or whatever. But and not to say that it's right for you or your family or whatever. But do you ever think about getting a like a cat or a pet or something? Oh. And um, and so and we were like, well, yeah, kind of, sort of, not really, kind of. And and so we 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 looked on on like Craigslist, right? And and we found. We found this this cat, and so we, we got her, and she was this little teeny tiny, you know, kizzy thing. Isadora Shine. Yes, that's right. Isadora Consuela Shine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And um, I mean, like, two, so we got this cat, and two weeks later, my son was, like, speaking, like, sentences. like. Was the sentence just the cat's name? Yeah, no, I... <laughs> I don't know. I can. I barely remember what the hell I had for <laughs> breakfast this morning. Never mind that. But, but um, for real, wow. But uh, yeah, that. I mean, that was a that was pretty cool experience. So she's she's great. Um, she uh, yeah, like she just kind of does her own thing. She doesn't give a shit. You know? Do you think she taught him to speak? Something. Maybe you know. Maybe they had some sort of. Uh, Psychic, yeah, release of 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 some of some sort. I don't know. They, I, the the thing that the developmental people say is like, you know, kind of gives them something to talk about. Maybe he just didn't have anything to talk or talk to. You know, when when he's by himself, or yeah, that's amazing. Oh, I love that. Let's give them something to talk about. All right, now. Uh, let's talk about some classical pieces that you've adapted. Oh, hey, yeah, we can talk about that. So, um, so, so I, I guess I should share a little bit of um, a, a little bit of like what it is that I usually do, and sort of what's ha- like how COVID has like influenced yeah. what's happening in my in my career right now and where it's all kind of going and whatever. Does that sound, does that sound like a plan? Yeah. Cool. Um, so I, I am a, I, I normally, you know, COVID outside of COVID, um, I, I work full time as a, as a theater orchestra guitarist and, um, and fretted instruments doubler. So like guitar, mandolin and banjo are, are the common, Fretted instruments for um, for theater music, and um, up here in New Hampshire, I, I've I have uh, as of late been 
been working for the Palace Theater in Manchester, which is a great, great, great theater. Um, love it there. And uh, and so I, I'm very fortunate to, to have as much work as I do, you know, when it's not COVID. And um, that's sort of where my, you know, where I guess where my where my real sort of passion is, is, is like musical theater orchestra. And, uh, you know, that's the sort of backbone of why I'm moving to the, to the New York City areas, because there's a lot more work there, um, you know, than there is up here for that sort of thing. And, um, you know, sort of what I've been working my whole life to do and where I'm, where I'm trying to go. Um, so, so COVID hit, everything shut down. And um, I actually, I don't think he'll mind me uh, referencing him in the last show that that we did before uh, before covid started i was working um a production of mama mia at the palace theater and i met my now very good friend andy dow um who uh, bull has talked to once or twice yeah and um andy is um he's into some 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 pretty avant-garde like creative instrumental music and, and whatnot and uh, and so his, some of the, a lot of things that he's shared with me and some of the, um, some of the recordings and musicians that he's introduced me to sort of inspired me a little bit through, through this weird time of, of theater being just like leveled to nothing, you know? And, uh, so the other, I, I've been working on, um, on like my nylon string classical guitar skills for, for a bit. And, uh, you know, trying to rediscover that in, um, you know, like at this point in my career. And so there are a lot of really wonderful classical guitar pieces that I have sort of started to adapt a little bit for electric guitar, like with, you know, with effects and um, kind of just do my own thing with them. And uh, a couple of which are are, are going to be on the solo record that, that I'm putting out this this coming year that I'm really looking forward to and we can talk more a little bit more about that in a few minutes if you like um there's going to be a lot of guest musicians on it um and the whole record is not going to be um the whole record is not going to be the sort of solo guitar music like like I'll play for you in a, in a few minutes here um there's gonna be a lot of different a lot of different flavored stuff on there um so so that's that's the whole that's the whole story with uh, with that, I guess. And what's the name of that? Okay, so so I'll 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 give this one away. So the name of the record is is Dinner Party, and um, and I have this really <laughs> I have this really great uh, sort of vision for for the for the album art right now. That's I, I want to have like I want to sort of recreate the like. like da vinci last supper painting in a in a photograph with like myself and like and everyone else that played on the record with me all the oh yeah all the other guest musicians and whatever and like you know on the tail the background will be like a dive bar and like there'll be like tipped over beer bottles and a few of us like smoking a joint at the, t- <laughs> at the table and there's like a you know, Alice Cooper poster on the wall in the background, and a and a bloody guillotine in the corner, or some <laughs> weird shit. Like that. Need some cherubs. 
Oh, eating yeah, them. That's exactly right. Yeah. Did you say eat some yeah. cherubs? No, I said you need some cherubs. Oh. You could also be or eating eat them. them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could be like a so cherub could wall. be the turkey. Oh, yeah. Old wallpaper, like peeling off the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With cherubs and angels and touching and fingers. And <laughs> <laughs> like this. Do me, do me, do me, do me, do me. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. Like yes. Yes, we're going to rip that shot right off from, uh, from, from that scene in Beauty and the Beast in the library. Oh, perfect. Well, it sounds like you do. You are doing some things. And now speaking of yeah, that. so so I'm really excited about that. Um, there's um, a, a handful of of other New York guitar players that um, that are going to play with me on the record, um, and a lot of um, sort of sort of I've, I'm I've, I've chosen or am am in the process of choosing um, the guest musicians sort of with with particular tunes in mind. Um, you know, for instance, there's, there's a, a friend, a good friend of mine, John Barry is, um, is going to play on, on one, on this one tune. That's kind of a little bit more heavy and like a more shreddy rock guitar stuff. And he's just phenomenal. Um, Chuck's cousin, John. You, you should, uh, you should look up a woman, Anne Klein. We had her on the show a couple weeks back and she does the same thing you do and uh, yeah so i um i actually just i just started following her on instagram nice nice Uh, she looks like she's doing some really cool stuff yeah she's she does she plays everything also did you just independently or because you no i I think oh okay i was like that would be crazy if just in this world you were like oh yes we just found each other we could do the math on the statistical probability of that. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it on our hands, our Frederick hand, which brings us. Oh yeah, so oh. so um one of so one of the tunes that um that I, I'm adapting for for electric guitar um, that's that's gonna be on this uh, on this record, and you know maybe it you know it's it's in the early early stages of of concept still so. Um, you know, maybe even a little bit more orchestration, but um, but one of the tunes that I'm adapting for electric guitar is uh, is actually just like a like an etude, a study um, by uh, uh, probably my favorite classical guitar composer, his name is Frederick Hand, um, and uh, classical guitar is kind of one of these things for a lot of people. It's like hit or hit or miss, and he um, he's he really inspired his his. Um, his music really inspires me a lot, and so um, if you like, I, I can I can share that that tune with you now. Please do. Thank you. All right. Here we go. <laughs>
Right on. Beautiful. Right, thank you so much. Thank you. How did you come up with the many fancy names for Izzy? Ooh, what a good question. Do any of you watch, like, are any of you, like, um, you know, real enthusiasts about the show Friends? I'm familiar with no. it because I've been seeing it lately, but I never got into it originally. Okay, cool. So, so, so me either, you know, I, you know, I've probably caught as much friends as like, you know, the average person, <laughs> but there was one episode, um, there was one episode where, where Phoebe in friends, um, like is on this, this, like this sort of tirade about, about changing her name. She figures out when you have to change your name, like you can change your name to whatever you want. And I, and so so Phoebe um, was was in this episode of Friends going to change her name to Princess Consuela Banana Hammock or something like something like that. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm remembering that right. And so for, for whatever <laughs> reason, part of that st just stuck with me, and um, we sort of just <laughs> we sort of just went with it. And you know, the like our kids thought that it was silly, and so it kind of you know kind of stuck. <laughs> oh, I love it. So there's that one. Yola, next question. Yola was like, please don't pick me next. Her mouth is full. Her question is, uh, and she's on mute. what vegetable was I sent? <laughs> bring it, bring it to the camera. Let's see. Maybe Andy knows the answer to this question. Hang on, it's a. Okay, so last night the government sent me this vegetable. That's a turnip, Good, totally. Now it's I see it better. Yeah, I say it's a turnip. That's what I said. That's totally a turnip. Yep. Okay. Skin that Orange. thing and eat it. I fucking love you. Last night the government sent me this. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love you. You see that, Andy? <laughs> I do. That's pretty funky looking. That is a funky yeah, turnip. It's an unusual turnip. Yeah. Uh, like it's not in good condition. So, so I'll just cut away the bad part. You know, yeah. Like, that I know mean, it's, like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's like a big vagina there, you know? So, like, oh my God. I'm sorry, Andy. What <laughs> were you saying? Vagina. We were so busy looking at the funky turnip vagina that <laughs> we spoke over you. That's crazy as hell. Yeah, that's. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just a turnip. All right. You know the farmers they cull through different vegetables, so you get good ones go to the good the stores, and then the, the shit probably goes to the government, and that's what Yola got. And that's the the one that the army didn't even want. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one that um that Mitch McConnell wants to give you through the <laughs> package. So. Which brings us to our next question from Tom. Using a lot of sustain on that um. The Frederick Hand piece that you played. Oh, what a great, what a great question. So, um, so sustain. Um, so I, I would. So formally, the answer to that question is no. But the, um, the, I think what you're, what you might be trying to ask is like, what's, what's creating that the sort of ethereal sound that you're hearing, right? Um, so that's. Um, that's a, a a mixture of of delay and, and reverb so um 
So do you know what, do you know, if you're familiar with that, with that stuff. So there's uh, the modulation type of effects like that. I use um, the ones that I use for that are, uh, are by a company called Walrus Audio. Um, and the, the reverb is very like sort of ethereal sounding and big, um, big and sort of swelly. And I, I, there's a little bit of volume swell happening in there, you know, in and out. Um, and the, uh, the delay that it, it just, that, that, that's an effect that just creates like repeat, you know, a, a handful of repeats and notes that you play kind of in the background to create a little bit of ambience. If that answers the question. And then it brings us to my question. Would you like to play Ooh, That Reminds Me? That sounds fun. Yeah. I got a question. Okay, what is it? Go. Real fast. Are you going to release any new music when you do this thing? This collab with your buddies? And if so, you can do it here on the show. Oh, yeah. Like when, when I release the album this coming year? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, when that time comes, we're, we're going to want, um, yeah, we're going to want to, you know, yep. just reach out. It out on, on every possible, um, every possible avenue that, that we can. Yeah. Also really excited to share it. Really nice. excited for, for everyone that's going to be part of that project with me. Nice. And now for, oh, that reminds me. And the word to get started is illusion with an A. Andy, we'll start with you. Ooh, that reminds me <laughs> of earlier today. Um, I was helping one of my stepdaughters with their English homework, and apart from apart from music, English is kind of my thing. So I had to explain to her what illusion was. The it's a figure of speech where you're calling where you call attention to um to something without without naming that thing formally um sort of when you allude to something Ooh, that reminds me earlier today i was looking at the homework of a five-year-old and it was rhyming stuff and then later on i was like wait i don't know if i got that answer right and it's like huh they're making this shit harder. Illusion. Ooh, that reminds me of this time when I had to help my little cousin with his homework when he was about five, and he had to make up a counting story about dogs. So I went into Google Images, and we, we said lots of dogs, and we were scrolling through the you know to find a picture for him to make up the story and he picked dogs playing poker and then i was like oh god this is not appropriate but i couldn't get him to pick anything else so then his mom had to send him to school with a number story about dogs playing poker but that reminds me of when i was barney at this kid's party um only it was on it was on a, a boat and there was a guy who was supposed to play like five characters supposed to be like Fred Flintstone and Wolverine. He had all these costume changes, but he missed the boat. So I have to be Barney. And this is in August. I mean, the Barney costume <laughs> for like two and a half hours. And the, the thing that always happens, the birthday kid doesn't want to, is afraid of Barney and all the other kids come up and say hi. It's, it's really, but this time this 
girl who's a little older, like 11, said, do you play poker? And I said, yes. And so we went downstairs, <laughs> and one of the dads and this girl and I were playing poker. Nobody was getting it on video. They all had me and the kids, but nobody got this on video of Barney playing poker. With, with an 11-year-old. <laughs> this really happened? Yeah, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> Somewhere... You can't, make that, you can't make that up. <laughs> what? Oh my how God. did you? How did Barney hold the cards, Tom? What? How did Barney hold the did cards? You Barney mitten from? Yeah. Did you? You played in what? Barney the Barney outfit, or did you just take Barney off? Yeah. Well, how did yeah, you? No, how did you hold the cards? Well, how did I hold the cards? Right. I'm not sure. I must have, I must have taken. <laughs> Let's see. It's like a big mitten, right? You, I, I don't know. You, you had a who's the expert? Speaking of experts, if you want an expert to help you with your running tours to make them more exciting, if you're already running, maybe you could run and add 23 different NYC neighborhoods in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Bronx, and Queens to your running schedule. So go to cityrunningtours.com slash New York City to see the schedule, book a tour, and, uh, you know, let us know how it goes. I want to know. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn's (laughs) mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. As it has been for so many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially, and every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. Please help us by pledging whatever you can. RFE is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. We have an app. Go check that out. And we've got a newsletter. Check that out as well. And if you shop with Amazon.com slash smile, add RFB to the list of nonprofits you wish to support. Say it slow. We have a P.O. Box. It's 1369 Broadway. P.O. Box 210-363, Brooklyn, New York, 11221. You can go to com to find out more about that. And now, settle this petty shit. Oh, what the fuck is it this week? So, hypothetically, you're on the phone, right? And you're like, oh shit, I got a phone, I'm on the toilet. Oh, and just to be clear, settle this petty shit is where we bring up a completely anonymous group's uh, couple's gripes. And we have you guys settle it. Again, there's no right or wrong, and it's completely anonymous. One person's on the toilet, the phone rings, they're like, oh no, I can't flush. Because, you know, the person on the toilet will know. They <laughs> then leave... <laughs> And then the other partner is like, how dare this person not flush? I'm going to flush. They then flush. And the person on the phone hears a flush. Who's right? Who's wrong? I don't understand why you couldn't just mute the phone call to flush. Boom! Because it was serious. So you had to continually be talking like the other person wouldn't talk long enough for you to flush? Yeah. And, And really, like, who are we talking on the phone with? That we can't just flush the toilet. <laughs> it was the government. It was someone <laughs> no, government. Like doctor, you shit. should flush more when talking to the government. I don't think it was. I think it was no, doctor. I don't shit. know what it was, or that person oh. doesn't know what it was. Yeah, who knows? Because again, this is a completely anonymous couple. There's no anonymous, right or wrong totally answers, anonymous. and this did not happen. Anybody that's in this room right now. Yeah. Okay, so I heard the person who flushed was wrong. 
Really? That's what I heard. No, really? I, wait, why? I'm so confused as the time. So, is it that the apartment is too small, you can't flush even if you're not in the bathroom? Definitely. The, the flush is just this deafeningly loud? Definitely. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Come and check it out, Christina. Uh, and now it's number C four. I'm not. I'm not touching your your dirty city until uh, the vaccine is widely available and um, widely taken. Um, sorry, not sorry. One so, minute. Go C four. Boom. Blow our minds in one minute. Brand Brandy Vaughn uh, noted. Speaking of vaccines, noted anti-vaxer. She just recently posted one of those. Um, social media things that's like I'm no in no way suicidal so if I die I didn't actually kill myself like I, I swear I'm healthy um, we've all posted that and, uh, yeah so so she did that she posted that on December 1st and then on December 7th uh, her nine-year-old son found, found her dead and um, the uh, Bar- uh, Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office is investigating uh, natural causes appear to be the cause based on the autopsy, but they're waiting for toxicology reports. She was uh, originally an employee of Merck back about um, in the early 2000s. She was selling Vioxx, uh, the painkiller that they later found out caused um, heart attacks and strokes and stuff like, you know, just uh, cardiovascular problems. So she got really upset about that. She moved to Europe for like eight years. She uh, had a son while she was there. So she's raising her kid in Europe. No vaccines. I guess that's okay there. I thought that Europe was okay with vaccines, but with their public health care. Anyway, she brings the kid back here to California. It finds out about the California law that says you need vaccines uh, if you want your kid to go to public school. So she starts protesting this because she's still mad about Vioxx. And she's saying all the same, like, anti-vax bullshit, like, oh, chemicals, I don't, you know, I want to avoid chemicals. But it's like, lady, are you aware of the fact that water is technically a chemical? Um, so anyway, uh, it did get kind of creepy though, because she would go away to these protest rallies and then she'd get back and she'd find out like, you know, her house had been broken into and she hires security experts and they're like, yeah, we think your place might be bugged. But I'm also like, how come your security experts couldn't find the bugs? Um, they planted so then, it. well, maybe, I don't know. So, so, so then like her, she had this like concrete two foot tall buddha statue that she used to keep on top of her dog's crate uh so one day when she got home that thing was like on the floor and it's like this big heavy concrete thing so it can't just like move if it did it would fall and break it wouldn't just be sitting there um another time she'd been talking on the phone to her friends and saying that she felt like a sitting duck and then she found a duck statue in her backyard on her patio table uh that she had never seen before so there, like, there was this creepy stuff, and then she posts this big, long thing, and, you know, just saying, like, I, I'm not suicidal, I would never kill myself, and then she ends up dead a week later. So people are, uh, you know, saying that she was uh, suicided by Big Pharma. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's That checks out, 100%. Like it. Yeah, completely. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, that checks out. That checks out just like the, like the spicy nuggets at McDonald's, man. That's real. Yeah, that's spicier than a zesty sauce. Oh, shit. <laughs> you got super real with that, yeah. Zesty sauce is no joke, man. And speaking of no joke, let's get real with Yola. Give us our horoscopes for the week. Um, the horoscope is... Um, 
turnips. That's all I can think about. Turnips. <laughs> That's all we need to know. Turnips. All right. Thank you, 2020, for bringing back the phone call. This is the second to last episode of 2020, so I thought I'd end on a high note, on a silver lining, if you will. Thank you to everybody. Izzy, I hope to meet you. Hermione, I hope to see all of the videos of you. Andy, thank you. Oh, I have some. I'll, I'll send them of the, ca- of the cackling, the aforementioned cackling, yes. I need to see it. You will see they it in about five minutes, yeah. May, Finn Diesel, all of the animals, Mr. Cute, Trixie, Tony, everybody who's not here, Sophie the Chewini, Cooper, all of the animals, thank you. Andy, before you close us out, is there any? Is there anywhere we could find you? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, uh, absolutely. So um, so Instagram is kind of my, my like, medium to the world right now. Um, so it's, uh, it's just at Andy Buslovich Guitar. Um, and uh, you can find me, write to me, whatever. Um, you know, I, uh, I have a lot of gratitude for, for a great many things, um, one of which being, um, being I, I mentioned earlier, it's uh, Jimmy Soma at Somatone in Austin, Texas, uh, builds my guitars for me. Um, and uh, he just, I mean, there's nobody out there building a better, building a better electric guitar. And um, I, I, he's, he's great. So uh, you can find him too at, uh, at uh, Somatone. Um, on, uh, it's like at, at Somatone or whatever on Instagram. Write to him. He's awesome. Um, he'll visit your guitar if you want. And I look forward to seeing your custom green guitar. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that's it. Oh, it's going to be so blistering. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to show it to you. We'll do a special call just for that. Yeah. Please do. It'll just be called the Green Guitar. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We'll just do a short episode. It'll be like five minutes. I'll play some some like blistering contemporary music rather than the. Um, now I get in. <laughs> oh wow! Hey Elaine. Jeez. Yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't nice get. Of to, I, nice of you to I, show up. Oh, who said that? And now, uh-huh. Elaine, final parting words. We're at the end of the episode. Merry <laughs> giving... fucking Christmas. <laughs> Middle fingers up. <laughs> and on that. That's right. And now, Andy, so. thank you so much. <laughs>